Hey guys, welcome to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate. I'm Dean Harrison. As always, I'm with Douglas Skipworth. How are you, Douglas? Hey man, doing great. Uh, we always give, come to you guys every day to give you the boots on the ground knowledge to be successful real estate investor here in Memphis, Tennessee. Please like and subscribe to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate there on your YouTube channel, Facebook, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, show sponsors are listed at the bottom of the screen. I say it every show. I'll say it again. We couldn't run our businesses and couldn't do this podcast without the support of those um, uh, support of those show sponsors. So we're happy to have them. Zoom calls. I'm, I'm probably going to bring those back in February. If you want to be on that Zoom call, shoot me an email, dean at crestcore.com. And every day I help buyers and sellers here in our market sell. So if you have something to sell, shoot me an email, dean at crestcore.com. Or if you want to get on our buyers list, send me that same email. Okay. How are you? Great, man. Good, good. I'm excited about today's topic. I uh, Last week, last couple of weeks, we've been doing the top five yeah. this and that. Um, I, I think people like those rankings. Mm -hmm. I think they like the idea of, you know, getting a list of things that work and don't work and what you should and shouldn't do. And today's no different. So top five things real estate investors must do. These are things that we feel like um, or should be just in your everyday conversation, okay. your everyday thought process. And if you're a beginner, things that you must set up mm -hmm. uh, to get moving. So one of the first things that we talked about and, and is actually going to be a great podcast next week is build your team. I think okay. the first thing that you must do as a real estate investor is build a team. Now, next week's podcast, we're going to dive into that and what that means and go a lot further into that. But we're talking about lenders. Okay. Property managers, agents, property source, mm -hmm. a general contractor and a title company. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of the top headlines of, of ways to, or, or people that I think you should build your team with. Anybody I'm leaving out of that? Mm, no, I think that's the, you know, maybe your accountant, maybe an attorney, but yeah. Those are, those are more on the businessy side but yeah. as far as the deal side. But those are great. Yeah, you're eventually um, going to need a great CPA, so that's yes. a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but getting get your deals. I mean, I think you're right. I think we, we're like, what are, I think what you're saying in this podcast is you've worked with lots of investors. Yes. And you've seen success and you've seen failure. Mm -hmm. And the successful people come in and do these five things. Yeah. And you encourage them to do these and to get clear on these. And the first one is to build that team. And it was interesting because I went and looked at uh, Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. Well, you know, it's a it's my Bible yes. when it comes to, to real estate investing. I mean, it's written 20 years ago, and it's, I still reference it all the time. And the first thing is mindset. You know, then it's like, hey, set your, set your goals, get your financial house in order. Mm -hmm. And once you're committed to real estate, the very first thing is to build your team. <laughs> To build, he calls it your network, but get, yeah. to to build that network. So that yeah. is the first thing before you decide your property type, before you decide location, before anything is build your team because those are the folks that are going to help you. And I think it gets to leverage. Everybody understands leverage money. Yeah, financial stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I've only got $10,000, <laughs> but I can buy a $100,000 house with 10000 down and $90,000 mortgage. Yes. But people forget that leveraging your time is what, quote, passive investment is all about. We call it less active investing um, <laughs> because you're able to leverage people. And building yes. your team is leveraging people. I think you it's it's a must. If you're going to scale and you're going to build a business, this is a must. It's the because okay, it's it's the exact same thing as how you, it's a must if you're going to buy a bunch of real estate. If you don't have cash, 
You have to leverage that cash. And if you don't have the time to manage all of the properties and do all of the, the act activities yourself, Got you've got to use people and yeah. you've got to have a team and you got to work to build that team. And, and who you choose for that. And this is, this is what we'll get into more next week is vitally important. I mean, like it's, it's probably not just more important than, than all the other decisions you make. Yes, I agree. Because you're starting, if you start off in a bad way with any one of these, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. You're going to make it, you're going to be fine, but you don't want to start off on the wrong foot with any of these folks here that we're talking about. Lenders, managers, agents, sources, contractors, or title companies. You just don't want to, well, there's I mean, a lot of things that can go wrong with, with, if you're yeah. choosing the wrong people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like any, any, I mean, I just immediately go to sports and sports teams. Yeah. It's like Jordan didn't win the championships until he started incorporating the team. Mm-hmm. Go watch the last dance. Uh-huh. You know, if you don't know. Until they started putting people around his first four years in the league, he still dominated, but they didn't win anything. They didn't win anything because yeah. it was one man show, but yeah. you can't you can't get you can't be a successful real estate investor as a one man show. No. So yeah, you got to have so a team. So building your team is great. And again, a, a plug for next week. We're yeah, let's be do break, I was like, that, let's do an episode down. on breaking that down yeah. on what that team is. We're gonna break like. the team down next yes. week and tell you and, and fill in those blanks. Identify a market. So once you've built your team. Um, and you've got all, you know, all these people in place, I think you need to identify where you're going to go. A, a lot of times building your team, you might want to do once you've identified the market in some cases, I think you could reverse these, but uh, if you go to a market and there's no one there to help you, you're going to be out of luck. So it's, it is important to go ahead and build that team. Then let's get in there and figure out what sells. Yeah. And again, it was so funny. Cause I was looking back and thinking through these and Number one on on millionaire real estate investor is to build your team. (laughs) That's their number one. That's their number one is build your team. Number two is to pick a location. Are you being serious? Because I haven't read through. I read a long time ago. One hundred percent. Okay, good. So because I mean they all they went out and did to write that book. All they did is they went out and invest in and interviewed a hundred plus investors and synthesized what those principles and distilled what those principles are. You do the same thing every day. Isn't that funny? Because I just I just regurgitated all this. You you do yeah. what what it is because all you do is talk to investors and you're like, okay, what 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 do they need? Oh, they need a team. Oh, they need to pick their location. Yeah. So it, I think setting that criteria and doing that location is. So the you got to do that. I mean, I think about. I'm sorry, to interrupt. But last week, remember we or a few weeks ago, we did a podcast pretty good on the top five questions for property managers. Yeah. And the number one question you asked and started with was, where do you manage? Yep. So it's like location. Are you able to help me in this location? Yeah. So identifying that market, once you've done that, they're in there. Now you're able to kind of look in there and see what, what sells in this market. Um, I guess that's coming next, but what sells, how it sells, mm-hmm. you know, those, those are all kinds of different ways to figure out what happens in a certain market, whether it's um, you know, the type of buyer, the type of financing, is this a cash market? Is this going into there, getting that feedback from what your team is going to be crucial to pick in Memphis to me, it's single family, right? Can yes. you make other things work? Of course, yeah, there's plenty yeah. of things that can work here. But if you come in and you ask me, Hey, what is something that you're having a lot of success with and seeing success? That's, that's, that's a pinpoint moving right into the second one is just to identify the product within the market. So that, that rolls right into that. So 
now we've figured out that Memphis is it. The conversation that I'll have with new investors will be, what is, what is your product and what is, and why? And I'll tell you this, 50% of the investors that come into the market, they have an idea. I'm sorry, a hundred percent of them have an idea of what they want, okay. right? 50% of them change it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they come in here and they, and in their mind they've yeah. done research on multifamily, multifamily right? uh, large yeah. multifamily. I want a large. Memphis is a great rental market. What that doesn't that that isn't yeah. as appealing. It's, it's, here, it's right? more challenging here. Way more challenging, yeah. and it's just not as not as smooth of yeah. a process. So, yeah. but anyway, going through there and explaining exactly what that is is crucial, and and, and identifying the different areas that you can invest in and what works and what doesn't. Yeah. I mean, because what works here doesn't work in Nashville. And what works here might not work in Kansas City or wherever else that you might consider an investment plug, right? Like multifamily in bigger cities is a bigger investment and it can be one that works a lot better. Yeah. We just don't have that kind of, uh, you know, right. um, I guess market here for that. So coming in and identifying a product. Um, yeah. And again, the style of house. It, oh, I, I was going to, um, you mean, go with that. Go I, with I, all I'm, I'm, I mean, it's so funny because I know you and I know you're, it's like, Again, because I'm I'm the reader guy and looking at that and it's like, hey, millionaire real estate investor, build your team, pick your location, and then it's this. It's what's your property type. Yeah. And then it gets into what's the condition, what's the construction, what are the amenities, what are, yeah. uh, are some of the features of the home. But to your point, I mean, this is a conversation you have and you've seen successful investors come in and do this and you've seen unsuccessful investors not do this. Yeah. And so it's like you're telling them exactly what other people have verified independently. And that is build your team, find where you want to be and now come in and select the property. Is it short-term rental? Is it fix and flip? Is it midterm rental? I've heard is some it long-term rental? Yeah. You know, is it small multifamily? Is A it brick siding? All of these factors. Oh, yeah, yeah. That then go you get into, into then you get into like, okay, now a single family, do you want three bedrooms? We've had this conversation before. Some people love two ones because you can only put so many people in a two one. I know. Some people want family homes or big houses that can service multiple people. Yeah. Four bedroom, three bathroom. What works Hedge for funds. you? Hedge funds. Yes. What works for you? What is the house? Now, if what is the property type you're looking if for? If you're tying this all back in as well, if you come up to number three, you come up to number one because you're building your team and those are the people that are giving you that feedback. This, I'm the person you're going to speak with about where do you want two bedrooms? My opinion, you only want them in, in Berkeley over here. Yeah. Maybe one, 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 right? But Berkeley yeah. is really the only place that I think services a two bedroom mm. really well. Mine, I have several. It's the only place I have them. I do think there's a few others you yeah, can watch. Yeah, yeah. Two ones, but, but mainly my focus is there. I'll take a siding house over there. I'll yeah. even take a house that doesn't have central HVAC over there, right? Mm -hmm. Window units, mm -hmm. because that market supports it. Right. In Raleigh or somewhere else, it's just yeah. not as appealing. The yeah. tenant base doesn't necessarily like it. You need that feedback from the team, from the team that you're building up on number one. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, Edgerson. <laughs> Educate yourself on chosen strategy. Talk to others. Mm -hmm. What is working in what areas? This to me is just, I think, is crucial from a learning standpoint. I want to tell a real quick thing. Okay. Story. When I first started real estate, I was in new construction. Yes. And we would come in and have a sales meeting every week. And yep. we would come in and we'd bring all of our contracts. Come in, bring them in. We'd be sitting there. This is when the heyday of new construction, right? 2002 to six, right, seven. Right, right, right. So uh, we would come in and we would talk about them. And I was a brand new agent, right? I got way more information oh, and yeah, yeah, way yeah. more knowledge off here. We were there in for three hours now. The, sell, the sales manager, I mean, we used to beat them up for it, but I learned way more 
from hearing little Sally over here talk about her deals and what she went through and what she overcame to get the contract and that sort of thing. To me, it's the same same uh, process or same mindset when you're going to go and talk to another investor about what works, mystery shop, so to speak, right? What are you doing and what do you like about it and what do you not like about it? So getting into plugging yourself in, in my opinion, with other investors, with other people that are doing the same things with you is extremely important. So you can get that feedback of what works, assuming it's in Memphis, what works in Memphis and what doesn't work in Memphis. And don't, then you're trusting me, but you're verifying through other sources and trying to make sure that you're, you know, dotting your I's and crossing your T's on your info. Cause you're not, you know, I like to tell people that it's like, I'm never sending out houses that I wouldn't buy myself. Right. And I can't yeah, buy yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So that's kind of the, you need to get that rapport and you need to get that with some other investors so they can give you some honest feedback on what works for them and what doesn't. Yeah, I agree. And, and kind of continuing to educate yourself, whether that's, um, you know, reading books, I keep mentioning the one or, um, watching videos, listening, mm-hmm. doing, I, I think keeping up with what's going on. I mean, I think you and I just have mentioned many times blue oval, but I, I don't know if we've mentioned on the podcast that there's another big development in North Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's really Collierville, mm-hmm. by the way, it's closer to Collierville than Bahalia. It's just North Mississippi. It's right on Tennessee line that they're building this new battery plant for Cummings and huge, huge. So, I mean, it's like all this stuff is happening. So keeping up with that and understanding your market and, which will keep this place a blue collar town. Yeah. All of these things are rental market things that we want. We want these big factories. We want the, I mean, you go up and down Shelby drive. I mean, it's so this is what we want here. A lot of people say how many jobs, a lot, a lot of hourly jobs that are tenants. Yeah. And, and I think keeping educated, I think part of what you're yeah. saying with that last one is educate yeah. yourself on that strategy. So you're learning more about what's happening. Like, Hey, this is, we've talked about this many times. It's like, hey, this is great now, but where's it going to be in 10 years? <laughs> You know, and where are we going to be in 20 years compared to where we were t- 10 and 20 years ago? Think about where we were in 2014. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were on Park Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man. But, it's you, a, but, it's but if you do different. your mind and think yeah. about how far along, yeah. how far or how long that was, like. Yeah, I just saw something uh, yesterday, a headline that some uh, some golf course, I can't remember. It said they've been selected for the 2040 golf championship and oh. i was like man they're already thinking 15 plus years out like that's what we do but we don't name it like that right and they, i mean you know they're already starting to plan and like 2040 here we come <laughs> isn't that crazy that's but that's 15 years that's like you buy a house now it'll be paid for if you get it on a 15-year mortgage it's the right deal and then you can fly yourself up to that golf tournament that and golf celebrate term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so, can. but yes. So uh, the last thinking. one here, I've got developed some relationships. Uh, maybe the most, you know, to circle everything around back with your lenders and back with everybody is just making developing those relationships. Um, it's human nature to to want to help somebody if you know them. Yeah, it just is. If you don't know them, you still might help them, but it's you know it's a little bit harder to get that done. So. I'm real big on the relationship part with everybody you deal with. Um, they need to know who you are. They need to know where you're coming from. We're going to get to a lot of that with build your team next week, but creating the relationships and doing good work to me is, is something as you're a real estate investor, you should do. I mean, I know that goes, should go without saying, but, um, 
you know, being kind, it goes a yeah. long way yeah. in this, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a lot of people that aren't like, it's just some very simple things when you're building these relationships and you're talking to these folks. And, um, it, it's something I'll encourage you to do, to go that extra step, go a little bit further in the relationship business. Mm. Uh, it's a small town. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, you're likely coming from a town that's bigger than this. Um, yeah. it, it's, not the good old boy network small, but it's definitely small enough to where, you know, things get around. People understand who's working in our city and who's not. So, yeah. uh, or who's working well and who's not. So, yeah, yeah. And I think that with that relationships and, and maybe it kind of tags with that tag teams, with that education of, you know, pouring into that relationship and whether it's other investors, you know, whether using resources like bigger pockets, I mean, I see a lot of good collaboration there, a lot of learning that takes place and a lot of giving take and sharing information, um, doing the same with, uh, your team to figure out like, Hey, who do I need to use for this? Who do I need to use for that? Mm -hmm. Um, so I I agree with you, man, relationships long-term, this is a long-term business relationships are long-term. It's not, it's not really transaction business. What we do, um, no. And being a long-term investor, you really want to build deep relationships with your team, but then with also service providers as well as everybody you come in contact with because you never know. And, and one thing maybe we'll talk about in our team, but I, I have found the more you're just building relationships with people and the more they know what you do, the more opportunities come your way. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And we'll talk some more maybe next week about, mm-hmm. about lending you never know when somebody might want to be a private lender to you and help you fund a deal. You never know. Or you never know if somebody might, you might meet somebody at a concert <laughs> and they have properties that they want to sell right. to you. That's right. You never, I mean, you just you can never be know. It you can, can be anywhere. Be anywhere. <laughs> That's um, right. That's exactly So right. it's, a good, it's good to to keep that relationship, develop those relationship building skills and share what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah. have a genuine interest in others and they'll do the same with you. So, man. I thought this was a good great. topic. I mean, yes. like, these are just some kind of bare bone basics. This is the things which you've seen successful people do. When I see success in real estate investors, I see all of this. I see every bit of this and it's clear as day. So in other words, when I could, when a real estate investor comes in here and he's got him a lender, he's talked to some managers, he's at least reaching out. Now he's reaching out to me for agent resource and information, information. Uh, you know, I've got everything else for him. Now, now we're going to talking about identifying a market. He already knows he wants Memphis, right? He's here. Identify the product. They typically tell me what they want right away. We might move off of that, yeah. but they already know what they want. They've educated themselves. They've read some books. They've listened to this podcast. They've gone on bigger pockets and they're now nice, over the top, genuine, trying to develop a relationship with me. That immediately is a good investor. Already yeah. know it. And you can't tell me it didn't because I deal with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot. So these five things, you walk into your person that you, you know, your agent, your property source, your property manager, and you already have all these other things figured out. Whoever that person is, is dealing with you is going to know at least your, your mean business, your mean baby. business and you're serious about what you're doing. Yeah. Not knowing these things and going and talking to any of these is, you know, somebody that I guarantee they won't take you seriously because I hear both. I hear sometimes I get, I hear from buyers all the time that don't have any of this stuff down. Hey man, I was at dinner the other night. And I'm thinking I, I saw your podcast and I'm kicking the bucket on investing in real yeah, estate. I need a well, kick the bucket on some podcast and kick the bucket on reading some books and then kick that bucket back to me and we'll talk. I mean that that's how that you know yeah, like that. Yeah, but that's right. how the conversation goes. Yeah, yeah. You need to educate yourself because I can't sit with you and figure all of this out. You need to have a good idea of what this is first. Come to me and then we can tweak it. Because if you come to me with none of this, I'm going to give you what I like and do. 
And it might not be what you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. That's all I'm giving you because I'm not going to give you what, you know, Joe over here is doing. I'm going to give you what I'm doing because I know it works, but it still might not be for you. So that's good. The identity, you know, I get that question. What's the perfect investor? What's, hey, Dean, you know, I want to work with you. What does your ideal client look like? Someone that's done all this. There you go. Pretty simple, right? Like that that should have been it. Yeah. What's your ideal client? What's your ideal client? Someone that comes to me with these, at least four. If you don't want to build a great loving relationship with me, that's fine. (laughs) But four, I need four of the five, right? Yeah, that's good. All right. Great show today. Anything else you want to add to this? I love it. All right. Appreciate you guys. Dean at Crestcore.com. If you have any questions, uh, shoot me an email there. We'll get you set up. See you next week. I feel like 